Hey y'all, it's Keenan here. This is the sixth episode of the Virgin Talks. I'm super excited to talk to y'all. Um, last last uh, episode, episode five, I was in London. I was actually doing a European tour last month, and it was amazing. I was gone for a, pretty much a month. It was like a good three weeks. And so, yeah, I went to London, Berlin, and then um, the family came over, and we went to Nice, France, and all the other surrounding towns around Nice, like Morocco, not Morocco, sorry, Monaco, um, and Monte Carlo, and some other places. Really beautiful, really great experience. Um, I think, like, the biggest thing with this, this trip is the amount of, like, new people that I've met, and just kind of, like, new friends that I've made, um, some of which were, like, completely from online, like, Instagram, and I, like, met them for the first time after, like, talking for almost, like, a year, some maybe, like, a couple of years, so, um, it was great to really connect, like, in the real, and, um, yeah, it was awesome. I think the main thing from this trip is, um, that I took from it is just kind of putting yourself out there, as I kind of talked about last time, and just, you know, talking to new people. I mean, I met so many new people just, like, randomly um, throughout the trip, just, like, in person. Like, you know, of course, I said I'm an introverted person um, at heart, um, or introvert, extrovert, and I don't know, just putting out positive energy, and then when you put out positive energy, you tend to attract people to you, and just kind of clicks, you know, so... um in short, just made a lot of just new relationships, which was great. And uh, yeah, I did a couple of open mics, did the one in London, then did Berlin, and it was awesome. Berlin was really special. Well, London was special because it was my first one in London, and the crowd was awesome. Um, Berlin was extra special because it was my first open mic I did earlier this year in January after New Year's, and I had about I had I had three people that were my support group. Um, which I love them dearly, and this time around, I had an entire row of people, so I think I had like about six or seven people that came out to watch, so that I knew personally, or met before, so that was awesome, and you know, hopefully I'll be packing out rooms, people just come to see me, so you know, there's steps, there's levels, (laughs) but really, I mean, I just really appreciate um, the support for those of you, if you are listening to this podcast that came out, really appreciate it, um, and on that same note with music, um, I'm working on that album. I keep teasing about, um, it's going to be a big project. It's probably going to be the biggest thing I've ever done. So, um, I'm just doing it a song at a time. I got a lot of writing done when I was out and about gallivanting around. And, uh, I'm going to be hitting the studio again this month in Memphis. So I'm super excited. I did two of those new songs and the open mics that I, that I wrote and, um, they're still unfinished and I'm still going back to the lab with them and just to tweak some things and add some things. Cause you know, as an artist, um, with any type of art, whether it's, you know, with, uh, with painting or it's with music or it's with, I don't know, building something like you could always make improvements here and there and the work is never finished. And I think it's just, it can, it can kind of drive you crazy, especially if you're, if you're a perfectionist and, um, you know, you can kind of like psych yourself out because like, ah, that doesn't sound great. But to the average listener, like everything sounds great. So it's just like you're you're, you're like your own worst critic and you don't want to put things out because it's not like 100 percent like 
perfect but it's not going to be perfect and that's kind of the beauty of art is that the imperfections is what makes it beautiful so you know as an artist like you get to a point where you're satisfied but it's never finished so i'm kind of like in that stage right now but i feel like this next this next studio session i'll get these two ironed out then i'll work on some new ones and move on um but yeah, I mean, since coming back, I've I'm, I've been totally adjusted back to uh, the climate and uh, the time difference. The jet lag is completely over. I've been back in in the good old Mississippi uh, for a week, so I'm fully adjusted now. And things have changed at home, actually. Um, Tupelo, where I'm from, it's it's a it's a slow life. I mean, sorry, I'm kind of going country. <laughs> it's a slow life, you know, and. Uh, it seems when you're living here, things just kind of move at a snail's pace. It's kind of like watching paint dry. It's like super slow. But like new like eating places places have popped up and just like random stuff. Like, you know, like a new burger place popped up out of nowhere. Um, a friend of mine became honorary mayor of the town. Just like random crap. And then, of course, when I feel like when I leave the country for a long period of time... Just, like, things with, like, my country just go haywire. Like, the president was almost impeached or they're trying to impeach him. And then, like, I don't know, just, like, all the craziness happening at the United Nations. Just things on the news. Like, like, when I was in France, I was, like, watching all this stuff go down because the only station that was available was CNN International. So, um, my dad and my mom had it on the news every freaking day. So that's all I had to watch. So I was up to date on American politics, but that's an aside. What's the point of this episode? Um, the point of this episode is something that I've been thinking about for a while, just looking inward, because when you go on trips, like you tend to reflect, especially if you're like in a, in a very beautiful area, like the French Riviera in Nice. And, um, you know, whenever I'm by a body of water, I start thinking. And the the main thing or theme of this episode is that you are enough. You are enough. And what I mean by that is that throughout life, like we want, we aspire to be something great. Well, I know, like for me personally, um, that I've, I've always wanted to be like that guy, like the cool guy, um, the guy who has all his ducks in a row that is ultra wealthy, has all the cars, has the most, um, the the beautiful home, has the, the awesome girl on his arm, like, you know, everything that we deem as success, um, you know, is kind of like, I guess, I guess most guys with deem success, that is the thing, like you want to arrive at that point, um, you want to be successful, Um, but it seems like it's a very distant, a distant goal for you. It's like, it's just a dream. You just daydream about every daydreaming about it every day, but it's just like so far away that it's not reality. You don't think that you can reach that level. Same thing, you know, with my lady friends, um, or my ladies that are watching or sorry, not watching, listening to this, that, you know, you see yourself as that woman, like, um, you know, ultra ultra beautiful successful boss babe um you know independent you don't need anybody like you know you have all you got all the bells and whistles you everything's working for you you're attracting the right people to you like you got the perfect dude with you like everything's working you know 
and that figure is far away from you. Um, and I come to realize just like listening to different, you know, so-called gurus or whatever, um, you know, it's like cliche stuff. Oh my gosh, there's a possum outside. I'm in my car right now. A possum's coming. Sorry, guys. That's very random. But anyways, as I was saying, it seems that, you know, that's a faraway goal, right? And just like a book I've read, um, it's called The Third Circle, Cir- the Third Circle Theory by Paige Mon. Um, I can't pronounce his last name. He's a Persian-American guy, or actually just straight-up Persian. But anyways, it talks about that you pretty much determine where you're going to go. So it's no external factors. It doesn't have to deal with circumstances, where you start, what family you're you're born into, um, you know, how much money you have at the time. It's about you and the decisions that you make and that you have all the tools within you to become whatever you want to be. And this information really isn't like new, but no one really believes it. You know, it's like the future is in you. Like, for instance, with, um, you know, my path going towards music, you know, I started out with the alias Verbos. So I thought it was cool and it was catchy. And, you know, a lot of rappers, like, they have an alias um, that they kind of ping um, an alter ego on, right? Um, it's They rap about where they want to be, and, you know, they rap about the cars, the Ferraris, the, the drip, making stacks, all that stuff, hustling, like, being a boss, like, they put all that stuff on that alter ego that they're rapping about, even though they might not be living that life currently, you know? Um, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like you're speaking things into existence, which is, which is super, was a super powerful thing. But I realized like with my name, I, I just, even though it was a cool, strong name, like I don't feel like it really fit me. You know, it didn't fit, um, kind of the vision I see where my music going, you know, it's not Keenan Stone. Um, and I was talking to one of my friends last night about it and she was like, as I was, I was later listening to one of my new, one of my new songs, and my actual name popped up on my Bluetooth, and she was like, "Did you, did you actually like use your actual name?" And I was like, "No, I'm still verbose, but I don't know. It's been weird. I've been thinking about just going as my name, which is Keenan Stone." And she was like, "I've been wanting to tell you this for a while, but you just need to go. Your stage name needs to be you, like your name, like that name itself." is enough. And I was like, wow. All this time I'm trying to like find the right name for myself that the masses probably will accept. But I've already had the the right name all this time, which is the name my mom and my dad gave me, which is Keenan Stone, which I think is a unique name. But it's just going back to like that concept like you are enough. My name is enough. Keenan Stone is enough. Like, that's me. That's my brand. That's who I am. That's that's the authentic me. The whole purpose of Virgin Talks is me being authentic and me being completely unfiltered and and just shooting it with you guys, just keeping it real, you know? And so, like, I've always had this problem is, like, 
I want to be this, I want to be that. And I think it's just like this far off thing. But I have to stop and realize that all the things that I aspire to be are already within me. I just have to be consistent and do the work. You know? Like every skill that I that I need, everything that I need is already within me. God's already given me the gifts, the abilities. But I have to take the time to to really cultivate it and grow. Nature is a good example of this. Every acorn has the potential to become an oak tree. Not every acorn becomes an oak tree because of external factors. Squirrels eating them. You know, ending up in a street somewhere. You know, not getting watered. You know, just like different... You know, different factors. But a little acorn seed has the pretty much the pretty much the genetic makeup to become an oak tree. All packed in that little bitty seed. Right? But it takes time. It's a process before it grows from an acorn to a sapling into a full grown oak tree. You know? You can you can take any example from nature. And it'll, and it'll go back to the same thing that it is a process. Caterpillar to butterfly going through metamorphosis. Caterpillar eating leaves and leaves, eating leaves, eating leaves. Until it goes into cocoon and then it evolves into a butterfly. Right? But the difference between nature from like a plant or and just a completely animal sense is that you know, that's driven by instinct. As humans, we have free will. I believe that God's given us free will to do whatever we want to do with our life. He has a plan for each and every one of us, but we have a choice to either go that route or completely just scrap that plan altogether. Um, and so it's up to us to make the decision to really become what we're supposed to be right if there's things that you want in life it's up to you to get those things right if it's a certain career that you want you know a certain dream job that you have you know you have to take the actions you have to do the work to get to where you want to be you have to you have to make a plan and execute right and it's not and i'm not talking about making like a long like 5 year 10 year plan i'm talking about what are you doing today that's making you better than yesterday it's what i ask myself it's like cuz i used to try to like cuz when you when you're a creative when you have a creative mind or when or or you know if you're like a business person or entrepreneur like you're always looking in the future what can i do in the future right you're looking at projections. It's all speculation, but like you're always you're you're always forward thinking, which is good, but you don't want to be too forward thinking because you miss the whole point of what's going on here and now. The future is the present. Without the present, there's no future. The past you can't do any, anything about, but what you do now is completely under your control.
And, you know, I, I struggle with this and I have to really just like reel back in and just get back to the basics. Like, yes, like I want to I want to impact millions of lives. Yes, I want to be wealthy, financially independent. Yes, I want material things as well. I haven't attained those things yet. And those things will take time. It's not going to happen overnight. But how I get there is making those actions, those simple actions every single day. Right? And it doesn't have to and it doesn't necessarily have to be like you don't have to like move at a slow pace, right? You can move with speed day in, day out. And shorten your time to get to where you want to get. But you're never going to get to where you want to get by doing nothing. And also, another another point is that it's never going to be the right time to do that thing that you've always wanted to do or try to pursue that thing you've always wanted to pursue. There's never going to be a right time. Um, you're never going to be comfortable. It's not going to be comfortable, right? Things are always going to be cut and dry. Life is gray. It's not black and white, right? Like, life is freaking gray. It's not black and white. So there's a there's a good saying. I don't know who said it, but if you waited for every traffic light to turn green, you would never leave your driveway. <laughs> and that saying so true. You just got to go. Yes, you're going to get stopped. Yes, there's going to be obstacles, but you have to move past that. There's going to have to be some things, you know, that we have to learn on the way. But you have to just jump in and get started. And you can't worry about, I don't have this, or I'm, I don't have this last name, or I don't have this much money, or I don't know this person. No, you are enough. You have everything that you need. Yes, there's some, there's some things that you're going to have to learn along the way. You're going to have to get better. You're going to make mistakes. But you have all of the tools that you need. You just have to refine them. And that comes through practice. And through practice comes confidence. And through confidence comes achievement. You know something when you do it. Like I've been doing martial arts for, for 20 plus years. I know it because I've done it day in, day out. It's like, I don't know what happened. It's like in, from my teens and in like early 20s, like I understood this concept of just being persistent because being like a Taekwondo, like fourth degree black belt, like that doesn't come overnight. Like that takes years of practice and training and it's progression. You start as a white belt. You learn the basics. Then you go yellow. Then you go orange. Then you go green. Then you go purple. Then you go blue. Then you go brown. Then red. Then black. Then first degree. Second degree. Third degree. Fourth degree. Fifth degree. All the way up to 10. It's a progression. And it builds. Every year. And it builds. And it builds. And it builds. And really the journey is never over. But you realize you look back. All the hours that you put in. All the years. Blood, sweat, and tears you put in. That you've actually you know, have become like a master practitioner at this art, right? It's the same thing with life. You have to do the mundane tasks to get you to the big leagues, right? 
it's the things that are insignificant that you don't think about that no one else cares about that no one else sees you doing by the way it's up to you to show up and when you can show up consistently and actually keep the promises that you make to yourself right i just got back from the gym like I've been trying to get back consistent. Like, that's been my problem is just consistency. Showing up. Like, in the past, I go to the gym seven days a week. You know, a few years ago. And I like to say I'm in pretty good shape, but I'm not in the shape that I used to be in. And I want to get back to where where I was. But I had to do the same things that I did that got me there. But I stopped doing those those actions that, that... you know, gave me that body that I that I had, right? You have to sacrifice. Don't quit doing the things that got you to where you are. Keep doing them. Never get comfortable. Never settle, right? So yeah, I've been trying to get back in good routines and good habits. So far on day three, I'm trying to string a good seven days of going to the gym in a row. So far this year... I haven't been successful. Right now, I'm on a winning streak. (laughs) This is day three. I've already made the promise to myself to practice my um, instruments. Um, I've I've, uh, cracked out my violin again. And I've been going just right back to the basics, like working on my scales. And I did a complete week of just like working on G major, A major, like all last week. And I made that promise to myself and I kept it. So now I'm on a winning streak. I'm like on a roll now. I was like, okay, if I can do that for a week straight, then I can go to the gym for a week straight. I can practice a foreign language for a week straight from my like cell phone on Duolingo, right? It's just these like small wins that you build up and you keep building. And if you keep keeping these micro promises to yourself, then you can actually keep those bigger promises to yourself and you gain confidence. And then you get consistency because you get in the habit of being consistent. And then before you know it, you reach those goals. So, I know I kind of went on different tangents here like I usually do. But I just want to encourage y'all that you can do whatever you want to do. It just It's just dependent on you. Right? Do you respect yourself enough to keep those promises to yourself? If you say... Um, you know, I want to lose this certain amount of weight, then hit the gym, stay on the system, stay on a routine and don't deviate. Get someone to hold you accountable. If you say you want to start this brand or this fashion brand or this e-commerce store or something, take the action, make the website, right? Source the product, find people who are doing what you're doing, model after them, like make those actions. It's not going to be perfect the first time. But just take the first steps. You got to get started somewhere. If you're like me and you're wanting to put out your first album, freaking write bars every day. Right? Hit the studio. Hit the mic. Chop it up in the lab. Anything, guys. Like, Just make the necessary steps. You're not perfect. None of us are perfect. 
But we don't have to be perfect <laughs> to reach what we want. We just have to be consistent and never give up. So you're enough. All of you, you're enough. I'm enough. We're all enough. So that's all I have. Hopefully when I get out of this car, the possum doesn't attack me. <laughs> Mississippi problems. But I hope you guys got something out of this episode. And uh, yeah, until the next until the next episode of The Virgin Talks is Keenan Stone, 1044 p.m. Central Standard Time, Mississippi. Good night, y'all. Have a good one. Hey, y'all, it's Keenan Stone here. Um, this is The Virgin Talks, and this is episode seven. I love the number seven. It's my favorite number. <laughs> so maybe this will be the best uh, episode yet. I always say that about every episode, but I really feel good about this one. Uh, before I get into the into the theme of this episode, I just want to let you guys know, there's some random stuff that's been going on in my town. Number one, you know, uh, the president showed up last week. This is probably the only thing I will say, but the president showed up last week. POTUS, good old POTUS, showed up. Uh, and it, just, it was very lively in my town. Tupelo's a very small town, not much is going on. But everything just started happening out of nowhere, you know, just like secret service everywhere, snipers on the buildings downtown. Um, as you guys know, I own a Taekwondo studio and the new location I moved into, we're right across from the airport. And so we had front row seats to see Air Force One touchdown right smack dab in the front of us. And it was crazy because we had all sorts of people that just like pulled in our parking lot and got out their phones and me included. I wanted to see Air Force One. Didn't too much care about like, you know, the Prez. <laughs> I was more so uh, fascinated in Air Force One because that's like the plane of America, you know. Um, so why not see it? Uh, but it was just like really interesting, just all the events surrounding that. Um, and, you know, all the different groups of people that came to rally and protest. And it was just very fascinating just seeing all these things happening, just unfolding in front of you, you know. Um so yeah, that was going on, and you know, we just recently had a governor's race. That's the reason why the president was there, and so just like a lot of just things happening in my community that I feel like just happened like all at once last week. But anyways, I digress. Just um, if you probably followed me on Instagram, you probably saw that. You was like, "What the heck is that? What's going on?" That that's what was happening for those of you who follow me. Um, but anyways, um, kind of getting to nitty gritty of this episode, uh. I like to call this episode the game that you'll always lose. And it's kind of funny because I listen to other podcasts as well. Um, there's one in particular I listen to a lot. It's called Max Out um, by Ed Milet. He's a public speaker, business entrepreneur, probably an internationally well-known speaker, one of the best communicators I've ever heard. And I literally model you know, myself after him. And there was one, there was one uh, episode that really struck home with me uh, that made me realize some of the things in my life that kind of made me unhappy, but I didn't know why I was unhappy. And Ed talked about this, is, this one thing is the root of all unhappiness in everyone's lives. And that thing is comparison comparison and you maybe you're asking this question what do you mean by comparison 
Or just think about it. I'll give myself an example. Okay. When I was in college, uh, you know, I went to college, like I was a very, very skinny, I would say very skinny, but you know, just like a small frame guy. I'm not the tallest person in the world. You know, I'm not, I'm short for, uh, for a black American. (laughs) Generally people of my hue and my ethnicity are like 5'11", average height, six foot, six foot, um, tend to be muscular and stuff like that. And so when I went to college, I had none of those things, you know, I was athletic, um, you know, I was I was lean, but I wasn't like I didn't have like the muscle mass and I most definitely didn't have the height at all. I still don't have the height. Um, and so when I went to college, I decided I want to do something about it. And so, you know, of course, when you go to universities, I know how it is overseas, but in the United States, there's there's gyms everywhere on campuses. And so it comes free with your tuition that you pay every semester. And so. I would always work out, like, every day. Um, I'd pretty much go to the gym six days a week, almost sometimes seven days a week. i work out, you know, in the morning, in between classes. It was just, like, something I would do for fun. And over time, I realized that, you know, I was filling in my clothes. You know, when I ran or when I walked down, you know, inclines or steps, I realized that my chest would move. It was, like, it was like weird stuff. I was just like, what's going on with my body? You know, and then people would, like, tell me about it, like, man, Ken, you you gained some weight, you know, you buffed up. I was like, I have? And I started paying attention to myself, and I was like, man, I'm looking pretty chiseled. I look at pictures of myself in the past where I, like, you know, I, was, I wasn't, like, unhealthy, but I didn't have the definition that I had, like, in college, you know, that I developed. And so, like, I was known as, like, you know, the really, like, in shape, like, buff guy like you know I got a lot more attention and uh you know just got a lot of attention you know the things that come with with bodies like that you know and so that was kind of like my college career I was like you know going on a bunch of dates and stuff and you know I knew that I looked good you know when I graduated college you know over time you know I didn't go to the gym as much and um yeah I lost weight and I lost some of that definition. And then people would come up to me and was like, you've gotten a little bit more skinny, Keenan. Like, you used to be more popping. And that really, like, made me unhappy. You know, it's like, it came from getting compliments about, you know, man, you look really good to, man, you've kind of, like, dropped the ball. And then unhappiness kind of set in. And then from then on, I just started to compare myself, my current self, right at the time to my past self um when I was in college like I had a a better body then and I need to get back to where I was you know it was just like um I don't know it just like really bothered me and made me unhappy about you know the way I looked and there was nothing wrong with me I was still in shape but I wasn't like the same shape as I was you know when I was going to school and so I say that story to like to kind of make an example of whenever we compare ourselves to a past time, right? To a past self, to other people, that's always a root for unhappiness. You know, 
I'm not as tall as that person, right? This guy's taller than me. That makes me less of a man because I'm short, right? Um, this girl's prettier than me, and so that makes me not beautiful because I don't have the same features as, as this other girl does. And then, you know, jealousy can sprout out of that, and that makes things even worse, right? I don't have this car. Um, you know, this guy is driving Ferrari. I'm driving a Honda Civic. You know, that means I'm a sucky person and I am not going to be anything in life, right? Or this person's big house. You can you can go on and on and on and on and on and on playing the comparison game. But it's a game you're always going to lose. It's a game you're always going to lose. Because there's always going to be somebody that's better than you. There's always going to be someone who has more money than you is always going to be someone that's more successful than you right and we neglect ourselves by looking outward into things that you know they don't have anything to do with us you know we're putting all of our energy on trying to chase things for the wrong reasons because we're not comfortable in our own skin or we're not comfortable on where we're at in our life we're not looking at ourselves we're not looking in the present moment right we're always looking beyond, beyond, and neglecting what's going on now, what we have now. Um, and then there's sometimes where the comparison game can be a catalyst for us to do change. It's not all bad, but it's a fine line. Like, for instance, going back to like my whole body image back in college. It's a double-edged sword because, you know, I feel bad about myself because I've kind of like fallen from grace, if you will. And I feel like I'm a lesser of a person because I let myself go. Um, but also, it can be a motivator for me to hit the gym and do the same things that I was doing to get to where I was back then, right? So you can use it to kind of wake yourself up. But when you dwell on from the comparison, it starts to eat at you and eat at you. It's just a never-ending cycle. It's a vicious cycle. It's a boy that nev- that's never satisfied. Um and, you know, I catch myself doing that, not just, you know, with fitness, but with life in general when it comes to success and, you know, looking at other people and how fast they progressed in life. And I feel like that I'm stagnant. You know, I, you guys can relate to that. Like, is like there's people that you see on Instagram, right? It's very, very easy to compare when in the age of social media where you see people um, copping whips like Ferraris, drop tops. You know, girls with the perfect body, like their boobs are in there <laughs> and their butts are, are perfect. And, and, you know, you have stretch marks, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, guys. You know, it's like everything's perfect. There's filters everywhere. But, you know, these things are filters sometimes. Sometimes it's real. You know, it, it, it depends. But like, you know, you get what I'm saying? It's like you're always comparing yourself to someone. And that makes you even more like not happy. The discontentment uh, just sits in like you're not you're not you know comfortable in you know your own skin, and so when you catch yourself in that hole of just beating yourself up because you know you just feel like you're not good enough, take the time to really count your blessings that you have today, right? Um, Realize that you are special, that there's only one of you on this planet. 
There's only one of you. You are unique. You are a miracle for even making it into the world, for even being born. The statistics are staggering on on what it takes to actually be born. It's crazy. If you look, if you do research and that stuff, it'll freak you out. It's like, how the heck am I living? How the heck am I breathing right now, you know? Um, but the fact that you're here and that you're living, like you have you have life, like you've been blessed with life. You have today. We've been blessed with many days, right? When you wake up in the morning, you get another day to do something, like to be something. Um, you know, count your blessings. We're all blessed. We're all, I mean, we, we're all wealthy. It might not, we not, we might not all have the monetary things, but we have the experiences, right? We have the relationships, we have the gifts and talents that God has given us to enjoy this life while we're here. Something I have to tell myself as well is like, God, like, I know I'm not rich. I know I'm not wealthy yet. <laughs> that caveat, yet. But thank you for a house. Thank you for electricity. Thank you for food. Thank you for water I can drink. Thank you for a car I can drive. Thank you for giving me the ability to uh, impact children's lives. Thank you for giving me the gifts to be able to do martial arts, to be able to do music. Like there's so many things. If you start counting your blessings, it starts putting things in perspective. Like what the heck am I complaining about? Why am I spending my time coveting what other people have? Why not look at myself in the mirror and just like count my blessings on like I shouldn't even like be here, right? I've been given another day. Life isn't promised. Life is a vapor. I've been really like digging my head into um, the book of Ecclesiastes. If some of you guys, you know, of course, don't know anything about the Bible or anything like that, it's cool. Um, Ecclesiastes is a book that was written by the King Solomon, which he was known as pretty much the, the the wisest man that ever lived because he prayed to God for wisdom instead of riches, and God gave him wisdom and riches, and and uh, so thence. God-given wisdom makes him the wisest man in the world. So he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. And there was a verse in Ecclesiastes that I read um, that King Solomon said himself. The wisest man in the world said himself. Um, and I'm going to read it to you guys. It's Ecclesiastes 7.10 in case you ever want to find it. Um, it says, Do not say, Why were the old days better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask about this. I'm going to stop right there. So in, in another sense, Solomon is saying that it's not wise to reminisce about the good old days. Does that kind of like ring a bell with you guys? You ever been in, been in like a group of old people where they're like, man, back in those days, I was this, I was that. I used to, I used to run this fast. I used to have this much money. I used to have these women. I used to have this man, you know, I was I was well connected. I was popular. Then I was I was that then then. That's where we got the whole term has been, right? It's not a very good term to be called a has been. Who wants to be a has been? I know I don't want to be a has been. <laughs> it's people that reminisce in past glories but then neglect the present. Like, oh, that was their heyday and now I'm just worthless. It's pretty much what you're saying about yourself. Right? Um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to be a has-been. <laughs> I want to be great now. I want to max out 
the days I've been given. I want to max out the hours that I have now, the minutes that I have now, right? Instead of, we, we tend to waste our time comparing what could have been or what we did back then to our current reality. That has nothing to do with what, what it is what it is today. The past is the past. All we can do is change what we do now. The choices that we make today. If you want a different life, it's about today. What do you do today to make yourself better than yesterday? What have you done today? And sometimes, like I said in my last episode, it's about the small wins. It's about keeping promises to yourself. A little um, update, you guys. I've been going to the gym five days a week in a row. Five days in a week in a row. For all of last month. Which I couldn't even string two days or three days in a row the, the month prior to that. And that gave me confidence like, dang, I can freaking, if I can make this commitment, then I can make bigger commitments to myself. It's like I forgot how to make commitments to myself, right? And sometimes you got to like get the small wins. Like I'm going to wake up early in the morning. I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning for a week straight. You know? And you end up doing it. It's like, wow, I'm capable of doing that. You've achieved something. You've actually become better than you were the previous week, right? So all I'm saying, guys, is stay focused on now. Stop comparing yourself to the past. Stop comparing yourself to people. Be who you are today and get better. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. And, you know, that's something that I've been just like really, really just meditating on. Um, ever just listening to Ed Milet talk about the comparison game. Ever, we're all guilty of comparing. You know, we all fall into that, into that pit. But when you find yourself doing that, snack yourself out of it. Start counting your blessings. Start being like, all right, what can I do now? Take action. What, the thing that changes things is action. As I said in another episode, take action. Doing always, I would say doing always changes the energy when you're going in negativity. It always shifts action, kinetic energy, the energy of motion. It gets things moving. And once you get moving, it's hard to stop. An object in motion stays in motion, right? As we learned in science class and physics. Get moving. It's hard. I know it's hard to get started sometimes, but get moving. So, yeah, guys, stop playing a game you're going to lose every time. Stop comparing. Start being. Be who you are. Be who God's made you to be. Okay? So hopefully you got something out of this, um, but I just wanted to get that off my chest. And as always, guys... Um, you know, be great. Be the best version of yourself. Um, if you got something out of this, please leave me a review and a comment so I kind of know kind of where it's coming from. I know there's probably like three of you who listen to this. I want to know who you are. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's my name, Keenan Stone, and there's a little underscore at the end. Follow me on Instagram. Reach out to me. DM me. Um, yeah, show me some love. I want to engage with you. I want to get to know you better and uh i want to continue to encourage you 
and um, hopefully I'm improving in my communication. This is why I do these podcasts so I can refine my craft because I love communicating. I love speaking. I want to be able to do this um, on a bigger scale, not just through music, but just, you know, I feel like that part of my purpose on this earth is to inspire and to um, encourage people, to empower people, and to bring positivity to the world because we have a lot of negativity around the world and we have to go out of our way to be positive. Um, so hopefully that I'm a light for you guys when it's dark. I know it's dark times sometimes. Um, and so if there's any problems you know, that you have or you have, want someone to talk to, feel free to reach out to me. Like I'm definitely there for you. Um, but until next time, um, kill it. I know you can. Until the next episode, guys. Be blessed. Good night.